Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Hello, sinners. On September 23rd, Pod Slam, a podcast marathon to benefit Connor's Cure, returns live for 12 straight hours, 1 p.m. to 1 a.m. from the famous I.O. Theater in Chicago, Illinois. And our father will be making its Pod Slam debut and putting on its second ever live show with a special guest. You can check us out at 6.30 p.m. Central Time on September 23rd from the I.O. Theater. Donations, tickets, and all other info is at arcadeaudio.net slash podslam. Welcome to the Our Father podcast. About a year ago, I wiretapped a Catholic confession booth, allowing me to record the deepest, darkest secrets of the clergy of a small Catholic church. Every two weeks, I've been releasing a new recording I've collected as an episode of this podcast. And on this episode, we have a new visitor to the church. All right, uh, come in. Please be seated. Thank you. Thank you, Father. This is tough. Oh, yeah, lots of people get nervous coming in here, but this is just between you and me and God, so... Nothing to worry about. Uh, how long has it been since your last confession? Uh, this is my first one, actually. Oh. I, uh, oh. I'm just starting, but but I was told I had to come here. Oh, so you're a, a new member of the church? Yeah. Yeah, I'm new. My family just moved here, and uh, I just started going to, to Sunday school, and, and I got in trouble. Oh. Well, you know, we all make mistakes from time to time. Um, mm-hmm. What is it you wanted to uh, confess today? Well, they see that's the thing because, like, the thing I did that was bad is actually, I think it's really cool and it's taking shape right now. You know, oh. it's um, okay. You know, Miss Plimpton, of course, yeah. the Sunday school teacher. Yeah, she's great. She found some of my writings in mm-hmm. my book in my book bag, mm-hmm. and she took issue with them. And I guess that's my sin. Well, you know, that's, a, that's a something that happens more and more nowadays. You know, a, a teacher finds someone's creative writing and, you know, someone just expressing themselves or maybe exploring different thoughts yes. that, that they Thank normally you. wouldn't express. And, different uh, worlds coming together. Exactly, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, you know, sometimes it's just misinterpreted. Uh, you know, I, I don't think writing, even if it's something that's maybe, you know, maybe a little dark, maybe a, maybe a little different, I don't think that's a sin. But, uh, you know, I think that's just something that everyone needs to understand. Really good to hear, Father, because my fan fiction was really oh. starting to come together. I mean, I'm just getting into the third act of things, and and oh, wow. we're setting the stage for your resurrection. Um, hmm? Well, you're one of the characters in it, um, and, is- and you died. Oh. You were killed oh. um, by Doctor Robotnik. Oh. Um. And we have to find a way to resurrect you. And, you know, that's what Miss Plimpton said. You know, the, the only resurrection is, is you know, the Lord's son, Jesus. Right. And I was like, well, you know, in, in that story. But in this world, you know, if we get all the Dragon Balls, we can bring back Father Connolly. So, uh, I have so many questions. Um, here, I'll, I'll just go, I'll go ahead and just list my questions. You can answer in any order sure. you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, first off, um, uh, is this a hybrid Dragon Ball Z and Sonic the Hedgehog? Slash Catholic Church fan fiction. 
There's, I mean, it's all worlds. Oh. It's, it's the it's the the fate of the Cosmicon. It, it, it's a nexus of all universes and realities. I mean, we have you know the paragons of good, which is Father Connolly. Oh, nice. Legolas. Cool. And Goku. Cool. And they they're fighting against you know the the corruptors, the corrupting force, which is of course Doctor Robotnik, who slew you oh, with nice. his robot. That's the worst mm-hmm. villain to die to. Yeah, and uh, Voldemort. Ah, oh. he's on that team. I didn't die to Voldemort. No, no, oh. no, no. He was off uh, gathering forces, and then of course the darkest of all the corruptors, Vice Principal Shaughnessy. Vice Principal Shaughnessy. Yeah, from middle school. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Well, you know, I, I, I can certainly see why, you know, maybe writing about the the priest of your new church being killed by. Like a, like a D level Sonic the Hedgehog villain is uh, something that she might have taken issue with, but uh, uh, it's great to know that I'm you know along you know put up there along the lines of Goku and um, like Legolas and Legolas, yeah, yeah, uh, both of them v- very valiant. Yeah, well, I gave you you kind of have the you weirdly have the most powerful weapon. Oh. Um, Faith? No, it's it's the Orb of Righteousness. Oh, that whatever that chain that ball on the chain thing it's, it's um, magical morning? oh yeah cool yeah and it can you know kills the enemies of darkness it has like superpowers and i'm just starting to find this arc of like well maybe father Connolly is you know a saiyan you know maybe he is you know maybe you have superpowers beyond even what you know his energy levels over nine thousand. Yeah, yeah right right yeah. Well, we don't uh, do power levels in this universe. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. That was probably probably shouldn't have been in there in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I have to ask, uh, mm-hmm. just because it seems like you know, Doctor Robotnik all right, is, mm-hmm. I mean, he's a you know brilliant scientist. Uh, mm-hmm. Invention backfired on him, turned him into uh, half ro- human, half robot, half egg uh, hybrid. Yeah. Uh, and then he made it his life's mission to turn other animals into robots. And yeah. I'm just wondering, A, why on earth would that be who I fought? And B, how did that guy get the upper hand? I mean, because in the last level of Sonic the Hedgehog, his entire machine is that he just has four tubes and he just goes up and down the tubes. Like, yeah. that's, not even a, that's not even like a weapon. That's just, that's just pneumatic tubes. Right, right. And I totally understand you, you know, because you know, when you go from the, the, he's gathered all the chaos emeralds and, you know, then and he's, he's super powered up. And, but, you know, obviously it's, really just a bunch of squirrels and tiny birds yeah. powering everything. But in my universe, this uh-huh. is where it goes to Sephion. He actually oh. has acquired the infinity gems oh. and the, the power gauntlet. And, and he's, he's reached a whole new level. Plus uh, he's Voltron. He's part of Voltron too, an evil Voltron. So he so is, he, he's, he's half human, half robot, half egg, half robot lion. Right. Well, he's just the egg in the center of this evil Voltron. Oh, okay. The limbs attached to the egg center and and you know, so he's incredibly powerful. And of course, you you're no slouch yourself, Father Connolly. Oh, I've got <laughs> so the, the I use the powers of the faith orb. and goodness nice. on your side. The orb of righteousness. The orb of righteousness <laughs> and the sword of St. Michael. Ooh. Yeah. That's a I mean that's that's like that's like from the from the Bible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did some research. There's actually some cool stuff. Oh, so, so you're you're actually reading the Bible to, yeah. Oh, yeah. So is, is the fight scenes. So the, the the Bible is one of the 
is one of the uh Oh yeah, it's like one of one of the coolest fictional universes I found actually. Mm. Well, I mean really not... fun characters and like the plot is kind of interesting. Yeah, oh, it's a great it's a great plot. Yeah. I mean yeah. like like really cool story arcs yeah. and mm-hmm. stuff comes back you don't expect. Yeah. Some um, of the characters were a little thin. A little you know, it's like okay. Well, Judas kind of one note, but it was a pretty good book. I liked it. You know, I put it up there with a lesser Tolkien. Oh, <laughs> all right. Well, <laughs> you know, uh, Tolkien uh, based a lot of uh, his mythology on on the biblical creation. Uh, mm, like on, I I didn't Tolkien come out first or no? no Who's first? No, the, I don't know. The, the Bible is. It probably came out at like the same time. You know, it's like just kind of I mean, interesting. Tolkien was like the 1950s and 60s. The, mm. the the Bible like that that goes back thousands of years. I mean, mm. you know, there's I mean, l- literally the beginning of the universe. Yeah, God creating the the heavens and mm-hmm. yeah, there be light and okay. All that. I like the or- yeah, I love the origin I mean, story. I think it's really cool. I mean, because you know, it's kind of like how the Jedi, you know, the midichlorians kind of came together and like the cosmic force, like sort of created those beings, which is really cool. Well, the midichlorians are see they. Uh, do you was, think was Jesus retconned. was a was he um, light sided tuned or did he uh, dip into the dark side of the force in certain moments? Would you? Oh, I uh, debate about this with my friends all the time. Uh, lawful good, Ooh. like all all the way. Mm-hmm. Lawful mm-hmm. good all the way. Mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, you know, uh, sometimes you know, even the lawful good hero has to slay a dragon now and then, right? <laughs> Ooh, I should get some dragons in there. Oh, the dragons are great. Uh, I'm just saying, you know, uh, yeah, Jesus, you know, he got angry at that fig tree. That one mm-hmm. time, mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, he flipped over those tables at the uh, at the temple. But you know mm-hmm. that's because people were doing bad stuff, and you gotta you gotta set things right. Right. And what if he did more? That's mm-hmm. kind of what I'm asking. I'm I mean, he, I'm getting some ideas. You know, now that I've been studying here for a while, you know, what if there was another testament? Well, you know, a testament for today. Well, I I feel like that's. I feel like that's kind of what we have. We have we already have a New Testament. Like, mm-hmm. It's called the New Testament. Yeah. What about the New New Testament? Like the what? second, the third testament. I mean, every, all great stories have a trilogy, right? I mean, this is our final act. This is the return of the king. Uh, you know, this is this is you know we can bring in all the forces of good, and I you know I think you'd be a great main character, Father Connolly. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, uh, I'll be honest. As far as the fan fiction goes, I would I would love to to know more about this because it sounds. Awesome, but I feel like you know taking characters from the Bible and God's Word and making that part of a uh, ex- an expanded universe of uh, of popular culture icons is uh, I mean it's not like textbook blasphemy, but it, like you're you're kind of you're kind of on the on the cusp there. Well, to me, uh, the Bible is it's kind of fan fiction, right? It's kind of like here's. All our great stories, all our great people, let's put them all in one book, right? What if Jonah's whale had to fight, you know, uh, Goliath, uh, uh, you know, in the, the, the Red Sea? That'd be fun, Ooh. you know? All right, that'd be tough. All right, well, because we don't know how big the fish was. Right. But it was a big fish. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it swallowed Jonah and didn't even, like, have to chew on him. Uh, but, you know, Samson was a giant. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, not sorry. No, I'm you know I'm getting Gal- sorry. Uh, Goliath. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Goliath was a was yeah. a was a giant. Got to so keep like, it straight. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, like you know, how how much of a giant was Goliath? You know, right. Could, would it just be like, oh, sushi, uh, mm-hmm. or would uh, or would that fish give him a run for his money? I think Goliath would be played by The Rock. 
Um, oh, that's good. Yeah, and maybe some sort of like practical effects. Yeah, like forced perspective. Like mm-hmm. you, you do like a, mm-hmm. like a dolly zoom when he's walking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, The Rock and then Chris Pratt as Jesus. And then. Huh. Oh, that was, that's good. Mm-hmm. That's good. He is, he's ha- he has the charisma. Mm-hmm. And there's like that kind of cheeky sense of humor. Like, like, mm-hmm. like oh, why are you sinking into the, into the lake? Nope, gotcha. Yeah. You know, into the Sea of Galilee stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and he's jacked. Yeah, he, uh, after after the office, he really he really yeah, put his yeah. really slimmed down. Mm-hmm. I think he'd be perfect. Yeah. Oh man, and uh, really good fan base. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think there's a lot of potential here. Some big movie tie-ins, you know, bigger, larger universe stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's I mean, what is Marvel doing? That's that they're basically writing their own Bible here. You know, we can't we can't let them beat us to the punch here. And. You know, I, I feel like the biggest issue, though, is like with Marvel, mm-hmm. you know, they have the rights to all of their characters. So they can build that whole universe. But, mm-hmm. you know, so much of the, the Bible's public domain. I mean, look how many times they've mm-hmm. done the uh, the Exodus story on film. Oh, sure. And they've done some great ones. Uh, Cecil B. DeMille, great Exodus story. He did it twice. Mm-hmm. So like we should incorporate only public domain characters. Yeah, that would be the, well, I mean, that'd be the Bible. It's, it's all public domain. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What, uh, well, there's also Grimm's fairy tales. You're talking like a, a Bible, Grimm's fairy I'm trying tales to think crossover? of cro- public domain crossover IPs we could we could leverage for our next film. So like, like what would happen if like King Herod and Rumpelstiltskin, <laughs> yeah, teamed up? Yeah, 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 yeah. Where it's like I, 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 I want to be wealthier and more powerful. Mm-hmm. I can spin straw into gold, mm-hmm. and they would team up, and I guess that kind of solves both of their problems, right? Yeah. Uh, huh. Big bad wolf, uh, hanging out with Job. He eats Job. Oh, just to I, kind of further his suffering. Yeah, he's already having a tough time. He's having a it's tough like, time. Like, uh, how else could this go wrong? Mm-hmm. And then it, all of a sudden, I'll huff and I'll puff mm-hmm. and I'll blow your house. And mm-hmm. Job's like, "Of course, there. Yeah, here we go again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, see, that, that's a that's perfect. Three wise men, three little pigs. Just thought. Oh, of that. what if they were pigs? And the wise and the wise men. Being as wise as they are, would just yeah. bring more bricks. Right. Well, yeah. And you put Jesus in a brick manger, and you know Herod can't. You know, I, I I'll be honest. I see a lot of potential here. Yeah, I think there's mm-hmm. cool stuff in here, and you know, you guys don't focus on it enough. Honestly, you know, your sermons are kind of boring. Okay. Okay. <laughs> there's mean, no action. There's no fighting. There's no battles. Well, there's no like love interest. There's no. Well, the, the the sermons aren't about just reading from the book. I mean, the because that's all that's in there. There's some really cool battles in the Bible, like mm-hmm. people fighting in like walls falling over and stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is an action packed story. I guess you think the sermons are more like the the book club discussion, where mm-hmm. it's like, what did we get from this chapter mm-hmm. or who, this verse? Yeah, who in the Bible has like you should do a sermon on who in the like the power levels in the Bible, mm-hmm. like who is the strongest? I mean, know, I mean, God put a number on it. What's his power level? So on a scale of zero to God, uh, let's say if, uh, if if season one Goku is nine thousand. Okay, you know that's our benchmark. How does God, you know, weigh in? I mean, according to church doctrine, it's like infinity plus one. Mm. But like, Touché. but let's let's say we're if we have if we have to graph it out, let's just say a, a million. A million. Uh, okay, it's, and it seems like an arbitrarily high number, mm-hmm. but one tough to you, it's tough to beat. Well, if you look on the forums. <laughs> 
mm-hmm. Frieza, even in his third form, is already in the three to four million range. Oh, ooh. you know, so I mean, you really just backed yourself into a little corner, Padre. <laughs> yeah, I, we can't have Frieza beating up God. That that won't. Mm-mm. That doesn't work. Mm-mm. Okay, so let's say uh, God. Let's say a uh, uh, hundred billion. Okay, now we're talking. Yeah, okay. that's powerful. Yeah. Okay, and now, as his son, does Jesus inherit the full amount of that? Are they? Is it a proportion of that? You see, I, I always the way I've always thought of it is it's like let's say that like God is like you know uh, Super Saiyan four. Mm-hmm. Uh, now we're talking. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, like with a with a spirit bomb, mm-hmm. how mm-hmm. like you can like borrow power from other from other beings. Yeah. Stuff, you know, to however much you need. I always felt like that's what Jesus was was like like connected to God, and it's like hold on, God, I just need to borrow a little bit of your hundred billion power for this miracle. Ta-da! Summoning a spirit bomb. Yeah. Yeah, to heal lepers, or yeah, or to make more fish. Wow, that's actually really cool. Mm-hmm. That's a cool interpretation. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's not. I haven't written anything down, but that's just kind of how I've always envisioned it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he has to go through and recruit life force so he can build the biggest bomb he can, yeah. so he can defeat some monster. You know, yeah. maybe a dragon. I like yeah. that. Or, or make more wine for a wedding. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Barukata. Yeah. Adonai. Yeah, exactly. He releases it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Is the Lion King, like, is Disney part of this? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Huge part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Jafar is one of the admirals of the corruptors, um, you know, with his his snake rod. Um, Woody and Buzz, they're kind of uh, lieutenants. Mm -hmm. They're they're sort of... um, High-ranking uh, generals, military minds. They're very smart. The army of toys. And it sounds like, I mean, you're already in volume three. It sounds like there's a pretty elaborate backstory. Like how? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, it's, it runs deep. You know, it's, it's been building for years. And, and I have dozens of readers that are Ooh. dedicated. I mean, I post online and, uh, you know, I get, re- I get comments. I get a lot of comments and requests, you know, mm. you know, I can't believe you killed Garfield like that. Like, how could you let Garfield be zapped by that death ray? And, and you know, was it a heroic death? Yes. Good. Yes. He died on. He died on a Monday. He hates Mondays. Mm. That was his last. Was his last words. I hate Mondays. And zap. He poofed into thin air. I have to ask. So, you, so you've got Garfield, you've got the Pixar universe, mm-hmm. Disney, mm-hmm. Sonic the Hedgehog, yeah. Dragon Ball Z, yeah. uh, uh, the Bible. Yeah. Um, is there any like? Is there anything that's not part of this universe? Anything that's not part of this canon? Well, that's the thing. Is that all stories? You know, all these tales we tell ourselves are part of the same central nexus that crosses all dimensions and all times. And that's kind of the whole point. I was oh. like, what's what's like a fun old story? And I was like, I should go to church, which is why I'm here. Oh, good. <laughs> Just to kind of study up. Um, but yeah, anything's in there. I mean, um, Henry Hill from Goodfellas. Um, wow. Yeah, he's one of the main characters. Um, which which side is he on? Well, he starts as a good question. He starts as a good guy. Oh. Um, um, and then he gets, you know, gets corrupted. Um, and then he does a lot of coke. <laughs> and uh, oh. yeah, threatens to shoot his wife. Wow, and uh, you know, then the 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 cops get him, and the cops are it's actually the um, dad 
from uh, Family Matters. It's Carl Winslow, and he he arrests Hen- Henry Hill and takes him to jail, mm-hmm. where he meets the cast of Oz. And oh, the, in jail, and then he, yeah. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, how old are you? Thirteen. Oh, and you're familiar with the whole full cast of Oz. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. watched the whole series through. I wow. I try to stay up on on pop culture and stories and things like that. One of the worlds I'm most passionate about is um, The Wire and incorporating um, modern day sort of urban politics and the Baltimore streets into my galactic uh, story of good versus evil. Uh Lieutenant Bunny Colvin, (laughs) in uh, one of my first books, he he, uh, comes out to... to, to uh, fight against against the evil, you know, which which mm-hmm. you know, and then Omar obviously has a giant space shotgun, and yeah. oh, you know, wow. it, it's Om- crazy. Om- Omar yeah. coming, yeah. Omar coming, yeah, yeah, light years away, but you yeah. know, he's teleporting in, and, mm-hmm. and yeah, and it, you know, my second book just follows four kids. It follows just four kids from um, you know the inner city, and they, you know, there's this big galactic war going on, and and they're just trying to have fun, and you know, what is the system? of the Cosmicon do to these children, you know, it's not their fault, you know, and just, we kind of explore that, um, you know, through city hall, you know, all the way to the end, you know, how does the politics affect this world? And, you know, the, the thing I like about this is like, people are going to like read the first book and they're like, Oh, what a great story. I can't wait to see where it goes. And then the mm-hmm. second book, mm-hmm. they'd be like, wait, why are we changing gears all of a sudden? I want right. to follow the first story. But then you realize... Right. At the end of it, you'll be like, the second oh, book was actually really good. Yeah. I actually like the second book more now that I have the context. Yeah, exactly. Right. And, and yeah, and, it's, and it just keeps happening every time of like, oh, we had such a great story. Right. Why are we taking this... Right? Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. This yeah. is amazing. I'm telling a larger narrative. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I have a confession, actually. Mm. Uh, I've never seen past episode eight of The Wire. Okay. And it, it's, it's, I keep, I keep, you know, I keep getting to that point it's, and I keep like losing track of time. You got to get through the first, give it the whole first season. Oh no, I, it's been great. It's just that I, I put it off and then I try to pick it up again and I'm like, wait, I can't remember who the characters are. So I start over. I've seen the first episode of the wire like 13 <sighs> times. You've got to, you got to stick it out. Get some momentum to it. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is a complex story you want to hold in your head at one time. I mean, mm-hmm. there's so many moving pieces. <laughs> I've rewatched it like seven times. Oh, see, uh, I had someone who lent me the, uh, uh, the, the, the remastered version of it. Oh yeah. The HD, yeah. But yeah, uh, but the first three seasons were all filmed in standard definition in a four by three format. Right, right, right. So the remastered ones is like the aspect ratio is just weird. Yeah. 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 It doesn't look as good. TV kind of took a turn. Yeah. I was around that, that, that switchover point, which is mm-hmm. kind of crazy. Yeah. You got to watch it father. I mean, if you want to, I mean, if you want to come over, I've got all the DVDs, I don't know what the rules are. Um, I don't have any friends, though. Yeah. Oh, I, you know, I, I'll, oh, well, I, I feel like, you know, you should, that, that's maybe something you could use your, your talent for is mm-hmm. you know, maybe, uh, you know, uh, sharing your, your inspiration or joy with some of your peers at school or at Sunday school. It's complicated. You know, no one ever wants to talk about it like you do. I, I draw all over my notebooks and stuff, and people think I'm weird. You know, you know, I'm just, I'll be honest with the, mm-hmm. with just the sheer scope of what you're working on, mm-hmm. uh, there's bound to be an element of it that someone out there is going to relate to. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like maybe that, you know, maybe like, you know, they, they like read a chapter and they're like, ugh, I'm not, I can't get into these snorks, but 
then they turn the page and it's like, hold on. I do love the Yankees. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I was actually going to work in, I was just thinking about working in some more real life figures, you know, um, sports stars, Derek Jeter and, you know, like a whole dark tower direction. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've already got you and vice principal Shaughnessy, but now it's like, who else can I bring into this universe? Aaron judge, uh, Bryce Harper, um, you know, you know, president Trump, you'd be in there, the Pope. These these could all be superheroes. Yeah, right. uh, I have to ask those on those last two. Mm-hmm. Which side do they each fall on? Oh, I'm picturing um, they'd maybe be bartenders or something. I don't want it to be central. They'd be more of a cameo. Oh, like, like yeah, a, President like, Trump served served me a, a a blue blue screamer. Yeah, so on the rocks. You know, I'd make up a yeah. some sort of space drink. Mm-hmm. So they're they're more like 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 fan service like yeah like yeah. like a, like oh we're not going to follow this we're not going to go down this story yeah. path but for those of you who who are in the know and get the reference yeah. it's kind of a fun moment yeah yeah best book ever written Ready Player One just a hodgepodge of references mm-hmm. and just toss in as many as you can and that's what I want to do with my mm-hmm. world I mean the best book ever written is is the Bible <laughs> it's it's the good book. So, uh, so yeah, let's just uh, let's get let's you know get some uh, some focus group feedback. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, maybe I can uh, you know uh, you know ac- accidentally copy a page into the church bulletin just and see Ooh. what people say as they're leaving. You know, peace be with you, peace be with you. Oh, mm-hmm. I love the um, I love the uh, assassination classroom chapter. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, nice, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And then, uh, uh, or you know, or oh, I totally did not get that uh, Shira reference. And it's like, oh, okay, got it, got it. And I, I'll, I'll let you know what the uh, parishioners say. Thank you so much. That would be amazing, yeah. Father. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So uh, again, I don't really have any absolution to grant you, but uh, mm. um, I guess uh, through the uh, 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 the power of uh, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and uh, and the Church, I uh, grant you peace and pardon. Thank a- you. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Let me, let me know when you wrap up that next chapter. Oh, you got it. Will do. And that concludes another episode of the Our Father podcast. Thanks, as always, to our priest, Father Patrick Connolly. You can see Patrick perform improv every Saturday with World News Tonight at the IO Theater in Chicago. You can also see him perform on Thursdays at 10 p.m. with Max AC at the Bughouse Theater. Our guest confessor this episode was Pat Nide. You can see Pat perform with his IO Herald team, Rodeo. You can also see him perform with his Chicago Improv Studio team, Max AC, every Thursday night at 10 p.m. at the Bug House Theater. Max AC will be headlining the 2017 Compass Improv Festival in St. Louis. You can see them perform on Friday, October 20th at the Improv Shop. Learn more at compassimprov.org. If you like the show, please leave us a rating and review on iTunes and Stitcher. This helps us climb up the podcast rankings, helping other folks find the show. Also, if you'd like to donate to the show, please go to patreon.com slash arcade audio. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash arcade audio. Follow us on Twitter at Our Father Pod and email us at ourfatherpodcast at gmail.com. Until next time, God bless. <laughs> yeah, it was. Oh my god. So, do you do you guys know about the the guy who has written what is officially the longest novel ever written. No. It's uh, a guy, uh, he started, he wrote, it's all online. You can go to the site, you can download it if you want to read it. 
uh, but it's uh, it's like tens of thousands of pages. Wow. It's uh, it's like I want to say it's like it's like seventy a seventy thousand page novel, and it's all it all takes place in the Nintendo sixty four Super Smash Brothers universe. <laughs> And apparently, like people, like there's people who have like read the whole thing, and they're like, most of it is awful, <laughs> but there's like these brief moments of like, this is this kicks ass, yeah, <laughs> like, like 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 now and then, like you know, like, you know, the whole uh, a stop so clock funny. is right twice a day, but they're like, right. like if you took like this chapter and then this chapter and yeah. then this chapter, like uh, that's the biggest box office hit of all time. Yeah, for seventy thousand pages, you're gonna have a few yeah. winners. But that's the Guinness World Record for longest uh, novel so ever written. And the guy like refuses to do interviews or anything like that. Like, <laughs> he's, yeah. like and he put it all on the page. What do you want me to talk about? Yeah, yeah. It's there to interpret. Well, he even he even said like he's he's like I didn't write this for a fan base. I wrote this for me. Like this is this is just my this is my hobby. What a nut. Yeah. <laughs> I, I need it. Yeah. <laughs> Video, Doctor Robotnik. Doctor Robotnik. I think that stuff's so funny. Just the crazy world people pull together. Oh yeah. Fiction. Our Father and the Arcade Audio Network are now on Patreon. Patreon is a website that lets you help support the things you like by setting up a small monthly donation. Your donations on Patreon will go to the Arcade Audio Network to help pay for things like hosting and website fees, as well as miscellaneous costs to help produce our show, like new recording equipment or coffee and donuts for guests. And as our way of saying thanks, we'll be giving out backer rewards based on your donation level. At $5, you'll have access to bonus content from every podcast on the network. And if you mention Our Father with your donation, we might be able to hook you up with a confession with Father Patrick Connolly. Check out patreon.com slash arcade audio to find out more. Now on to the show.
Well, see, now this raises an interesting question for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, it raises two questions. Mm-hmm. One, uh, why on earth did your parents let you watch Oz on HBO? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then two, uh, what happens uh, when you run into a problem like if you have J. Jonah Jameson from Spider-Man yeah. and then you have uh, you know, the horrible white supremacist from, mm-hmm. from Oz, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. both played... J.K. Simmons, yeah, the the, uh, inimitable J.K. Simmons. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. I mean, what happens when, like, when you have that sort of crossover? Well, that's when it gets exciting (laughs) because then we're talking multiverses, which is which is my kind of favorite. There's so many different versions of different characters that can come through here, you know, and that and that's honestly that's where I think Marvel uh, had it really figured out. You know, it's it's uh, Amazing Spider-Man versus Ultimate Mm Spider-Man. You know, like how do all these people tie together? And that that's what I love. I love. Um, different versions of the same character. There's 16 different Mickey mice in my story. All di- what? I mean, Fantasia Mickey, Steamboat Mickey, modern Techno Mickey, um, Metallic Mickey. I try to mix in as many different kinds as I can. The, uh, the, the what are they called? The little pop figurines, the little vinyl. Oh, Funko Pops. Funko Pops. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Funko Pop Mickey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, Funko Pop Mickey's huge in there. Yeah, yeah, he's a big character. Uh, yeah, I mean, t- to me, I don't want to put a limit on anything I create. And I think God felt the same way. Oh, uh, I mean, God is the greatest, like, like <laughs> fan fiction cro- universe crossover right? yeah. you've ever had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you look at, like, the like an echidna. <laughs> which, I mean, that Incredible. is... Yeah, it's like a hedgehog. Plus a porcupine, mm-hmm. uh, plus uh, a, like some sort of bird because it lays, it lays eggs. Asleep. It lays, lays eggs, eggs. It, and uh, it has a pouch, so it's also a marsupial. Uh, That's crazy, and uh, it's also uh, Sonic's rival from the Sonic the Hedgehog yeah. series, yeah. Knuckles the Echidna. Knuckles, yeah, <laughs> rude dude with tude. Yeah, if I've ever seen one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. God came up with some really cool crossovers. Mm-hmm. Platypus. Yeah, another, Top, number one on the list. Number one on the list. Do you know that platypus? Is venomous on the 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 their feet? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. little barbed. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, it's I a, love that stuff. That's one of their best superpowers. Yeah, you know, and it's not like it's not like it's like a like oh it's going to stop your heart or oh it's a mm-hmm. poison. It just hurts like heck. Like that's that's a superpower. Amazing. Is it like and like because when you look at a platypus, you're like oh that's a gentle creature. That's mm-hmm. and it's adorable. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't expect it to be like a horrible deadly assassin, and it's not. Yeah, it's just like hey, don't mess with me. Yeah. And then you're like, ow, that hurts. I'm not going to mess with you. I need to incorporate some more characters with venom or poisons. There's venom. There is venom. There's venom. Mm-hmm. There's just venom from from uh, from Spider-Man. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And Carnage. Oh, I, I don't know. See, I I put Carnage in the same thing as the Oz cast. I feel like that's maybe crossing a a line for a 13 year old's fan fiction. No, I think I think Carnage would be good friends with. Uh, Tony Soprano and uh, you know, they could do some damage together. You know, I think that's fun. I think that's exciting. You have Tony Soprano in the uh... Tony Soprano is a big one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now see, I, I know I'm, 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 I'm firmly against having Oz as part of a 13 year old's fan fiction, but I feel like Tony Soprano is like a good lead into like some like, like wonderful, like, like self-awareness and exploration. And... Oh yeah. There's therapy scenes. I have many, many therapy scenes in my, um, in my story. When uh, um, it's funny you mentioned Knuckles, Knuckles actually goes into extensive talk therapy sessions for months at a time and really gets a lot out of them. So I, I've got so 
in this mm-hmm. uh, in this universe, mm-hmm. um, I just have a couple of questions for different characters. Like, sure, because you got two clear sides to this, right? Yeah, like, there's the good side, the bad side. Absolutely. Thank you again. I'm really happy to be along in the in some good company there. Of course, Father. Um, but there's a couple of characters that are sort of like a gray area. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering, like, like Tom and Jerry. Ooh. Like, because they're rivals. Eternal struggle. Eternal struggle. Right. Yeah. The, the two of them are always at odds, mm-hmm. but neither of them really seems like a bad guy. No, no. So I'm just wondering where do yeah. they fall in this? Yeah. They, they are, they're sort of the, <laughs> they're the scrappy, um, sort of, I guess you could call them profiteers of this great struggle. They actually haven't chosen a side. They have this big jalopy behind them with goods they've scavenged from the battlefield and uh, traded or bartered for across the wastelands. And, and you know, when you run across Tom and Jerry's jalopy, they're, they're, they're going to sell you some armor or, uh, or maybe a sword, but it, it's going to cost you. Um, you know, and there, there's a whole faction of folks that they're not fighters. You know, they're not there to fight, but they got to make a living. <laughs> All right. Uh, what about Admiral Ty? Oh, Admiral Ty from uh, uh, Battlestar. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. there's there's another one that, depending on which season you're watching, you could argue right any direction. Right. Well, that's kind of the funny. It's funny you mention him because um, I don't want to give anything away. But since it's just you and me, okay. Um, no, yeah, no spoilers here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, just to let you know, there's actually a device at the end of the story. We're going to zoom out, and it's. Admiral Ty telling a story to his grandson who is a Cylon. Oh yeah. It's like a kind of a zoom out thing. So he is, he's actually not in the story, but he is telling the story. He's our, he's our narrator basically. So, so this entire multiverse story takes place within the Battlestar universe. Yes. (laughs) Yes. This is a story. This is a story. Admiral Ty invented to placate his Cylon grandson. Mm. And, uh, you know, it's kind of kind of a Lord of the Rings tribute of like, you know, he he wrote the books at the end. You know, I was mm-hmm. writing the books the whole time. And and, and how, how much of it is legend? How much of it is, right. is the actual history? Right. So, Some tall tales. <laughs> so he, here's my question. Uh, if. Uh, so if this all takes place in the Battlestar universe, mm-hmm. do these characters also exist in the Battlestar universe or do the Battlestar characters exist in this in the. Uh, the, the multiverse. Yeah, that's a great question. Well, because this is a story, you know, Battlestar takes place in the future and has access to all our pop culture. This is, you know, this is all Battlestar. It, <laughs> it takes place in the Battlestar Galactic Universe mm-hmm. and therefore characters from the original Battlestar show are allowed in the tale. Ooh. Characters from Galactica are only in the meta outer world, gotcha. uh, which is Admiral Ty's story, which is, you know, that's that's book four and five. You know, so that we haven't even gotten there yet. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, what about uh, Sinestro from Green Lantern? Oh, that's a good one. He actually, um, he runs one of the only lively kind of uh, uh, body theaters. Um, it's sort of a, a rundown place for, for smugglers and miscreants to get together and it, um, yeah, him and um, Stewie Griffin <laughs> run us run this theater where our heroes, you know, the, when they're they're stopping in port to to resupply before 
heading off to another planet, they, they might stop there and, and see a show. But it took me a second to realize what you're saying. Oh, and you said uh, it runs one of the few uh, body theaters. Mm-hmm. I think you said body theaters. Oh, like you know, B-A-W. Yeah, B- yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, I had something entirely different in mind, and oh, got I'm it, glad got it. it's not that. No, 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 no. And I don't really go into too much detail there. It's just sort of suggested, you know. <laughs> I'm only 13 after all. Right. Ex- yes. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So you're on, on, on chapter three, volume three. Mm-hmm. Uh, how many pages is each of these volumes? Mm, several hundred. I mean, they're, they're long, lengthy tomes. Like uh, longer or shorter than Order of the Phoenix? I'd say each one is a phoenix. It's a it's a a solid. Yeah, I mean, this is what I do in my free time. I, I, you know, I go to school, I come home, and I write, and I'm thinking all day. And uh, you know, when I lost a manuscript this morning in Sunday school, I was pretty peeved, as you might understand. She confiscated the manuscript. Oh yeah, that's. She said, "There's only one resurrection story in this house." She didn't understand, Father. I mean. I get as as a Sunday school teacher, mm-hmm. I understand and appreciate where she's coming from. Mm-hmm. But man, there are some there's some real good resurrection stories out there, right? And there's some real good ones. Yeah, like in Terminator Two, uh, you know, he gets stabbed through the through the power supply, right? And you think all hope is lost, yeah. but then no, no, mm-hmm. he rerouted to a backup power supply, yeah, and then came back, incredible, to, you know, for just a few minutes to defeat the T one thousand. Yeah, it's beautiful. I mean, and it's not it's not you know canon as far as the Bible is concerned. You know, it's just a, mm-hmm. one of the greatest movies of the 1990s. But mm-hmm. it's still a, kind of its own resurrection story. Yeah, Jon Snow. Jon Snow, great resurrection. Great story. resurrection yeah. story. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, it's not. We don't know yet if that's how it's supposed to go because the book hasn't come out yet. Right. I mean, come on. <laughs> come on. Hurry I'm up. TikTok. I write ten thousand page books every week. Yeah. And George can't finish one. Wait, how long have you been writing this? I started when I was seven. And I, okay, so I, I write constantly. Oh, I don't stop. Well, that's, that's quite an accomplishment. Man, I, I hadn't written anything when I was, when I was your age. Well, I mean, like book reports, but that's about it. <laughs> Didn't write my own book. Yeah, well, it's just fun for me, I guess. Kind of put all this stuff together and think about how we'll go. So, you know, it is something, you say you have dozens of... Followers on social media. Yeah, yeah, I got a loyal fan base. Because cool. uh, if, if you can let us know, you give us a couple tips on social media, we'd appreciate it. Because we're trying to get up to those types of numbers too. Oh, um, the uh, so you know, you already said you know, the Rock, Chris Pratt. Mm-hmm. Uh, now you, you can't really have a movie franchise without somehow including Nick Cage. Mm-hmm. That's uh, true. Yeah, National Treasure. Yeah, love National that movie. National Treasure 2, Book of Secrets. It's great. National Treasure 3 in production. Ma- that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it was. It uh, should be. It should be. It should It should be. Um, my, uh, I'm just wondering, like, who would you have Nick Cage play? Mm. Principal Skinner. Nick Cage is Principal Skinner? You yeah. Would, you wouldn't have Harry Shearer? No. Play Principal Skinner in, no, the, in the movie. No, I think because well, the principal is kind of like he's the he's at the at the base. You know, his, his hologram comes up on the screen. And it was like, let's let's fight evil, children, and you know, it, he's kind of like the taskmaster. I think Nick would be good at that role. You know. Okay. Uh, well, and uh, two questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, first is uh, who would you have play the taskmaster? 
Oh, got it. From Marvel Comics. Right, right. The Taskmaster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, uh, uh, Taylor Kitsch. Taylor Kitsch? John Carter. Oh, really? Mars. Yeah. Out of, kind of a left field pick. Yeah, but uh, you know, I, I gotta tell you, people uh, people underestimated that movie. You know, everyone, all, all the people to talk about was uh, how they'd wasted uh, Willem Dafoe. Uh, uh, you know, it's like, yeah. oh, you got an alien with four arms, and you give him that little screen time with Willem Dafoe backing him uh, up. Willem Dafoe, he should be in the movie. Yeah, and Green Goblin, SpongeBob, to- SpongeBob, he'll play SpongeBob. That brings a whole new dimension to that character. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Kind of that madness, that unhinged nature of. SpongeBob. I mean, yeah. I mean, because SpongeBob is a chaotic, is a chaotic good. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Mm-hmm. And he's actually, he makes kind of the ultimate sacrifice oh. in the story. Yeah, he's uh, yeah. he plays an important part. He's he's chosen, <laughs> and uh, he lays himself at the altar and allows himself to be killed by minions, as in. The, the despicable me, yeah, the little like tic tac yeah. guys, yeah, yeah, they're on the bad side, yeah, oh, yeah, they're bad, yeah, they're 100%. the bad side, right? Yeah, they're cannot evil. stand them. I hate them so much, yeah, thank yeah, you, they're evil, oh, they're all over my Facebook feed, yeah, oh, mm. god. And you know, usually I like seeing Bible quotes, mm. but not when there's with a minion, yeah, when next to it, yeah, when, the, when there's a minion like holding a rose or with like a halo, and then there's a Bible quote it's, next to it, it's just like, oh. It seems like the image and many many mean the image doesn't need to have anything to do with whatever the text is. Yeah. It's just a it's just it's just a minion with 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 wings and a harp. And then next to it it just says something like, uh, thou shalt have no other gods before me. Yeah. Uh, and then a bunch of like animated hearts. And, and that's like, the kind of sloppy yeah. mashing together of ideas I don't want to do. Yeah. Okay? I'm not about that. Thank you. I'm more like, about an elegant, purposeful integration of fictions that we all share. Yeah, uh, I mean, like like an Aronofsky's Noah, as opposed yes. to uh, 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 was it uh, Evan Almighty? Yeah, please yeah. come on. Yeah, let's take let's take this seriously here. Are and, we telling a story love, or what? And I love Steve Carell. Oh yeah, I love Steve Carell. He's great. But come on, come on. If you're gonna if you're gonna do a modern retelling of the Noah saga, mm-hmm. like put some heart into it, please. Yeah, Noah would be actually Noah's got some cool powers. He'd be Ooh. good, sort of like a Beastmaster. Sort of Aquaman hybrid. Oh, sort of that's like, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm thinking. You can like, like you can like find a like an, an olive branch no matter where he is. Yeah, no matter where he is, yeah. he's got. The, oh, I like that. Yeah, and he's like 800 years old. And I think he'd be older than that now. Well, yeah. Oh, but yeah, and the and maybe he's the Ark should be a spaceship. Obviously, okay. I'm getting some good ideas. These are good. Yeah, this is good. The, the the Ark was a spaceship in mm-hmm. uh, the uh, 1980s Doctor Who with Tom Baker. Oh. Great. Yeah, they they put a bunch of people, animals, and things on it, but then mm. this like alien slug kept turning the crew into more alien slugs. Hmm. Never seen Doctor Who. Oh, you want to talk about an expanded universe to draw on? Never, oh. never seen it. Oh, there, you've got Doctor Who. You've got mm. the Doctor Who Chronicles. Mm-hmm. You've got the Sarah Jane Adventures. Yeah. You've got Torchwood. Mm-hmm. You've got the Torchwood miniseries Children of Earth. Okay. You've got the Torchwood miniseries Miracle Day, which I don't recommend. It's terrible and just virtually unwatchable, mm-hmm. even though it has an amazing cast. Got it. Got it. Uh, yeah, yeah um, I've actually never watched that. I.
It is a good book. It's, no, it's a good book. It's the, it needs the, an ending, though. You know what I'm saying? It needs a third yeah. testament. I mean, because it, uh, there's, it's sort of like you know, it, uh, you know, Jesus, you know, uh, ascends bodily into heaven, mm-hmm. and then there's the revelation of Saint John, which mm-hmm. is that is a trip. Yeah, that stuff's crazy. I mean, that course sort of sounds like the battlefield I'm I'm describing in my books. Oh, yeah, and and to me, that's that's us cutting off right before the rousing third act. You know, we've got this is like we've charged up the spirit bomb. Episode mm-hmm. ends. What's next? Yeah, that's what I want to show. Well, listen if if you if you want any any advice on like editing or or direction on the story, I, I'd love to see a chapter or two. Oh, uh, you know, yeah, I'll, I'll, would you? I'll, yeah, and I, I'm happy to talk to Miss Plimpton. Yeah, if I could get that manuscript back, that'd be awesome. Yeah, got you a know, lot of notes in there. You know, I'll I'll I'll, I'll figure out a reason. It's like, oh, I need you know let let me see it. Maybe I need to exercise it or something. I don't. You know, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll think of a reason that, sh- that she should hand it over. Yeah. And maybe maybe I won't have your character die. Maybe I'll make sure he lives and oh, I mean, the, you know, the, wins. The, well, how are you thinking of bringing the character back? Either you have to gather the Dragon Balls mm-hmm. or some sort of... He goes to, you know, the, you go to the dream train station from Harry Potter. Ooh. But with with uh, uh, what's his name uh, Dumbledore and Dumbledore's uh, and, in there. And both versions of Dumbledore's in there. Both you know, yeah. you know Richard Harris and, and Gambon. Dr. Yeah, Gambon. Mm-hmm. both Dumbledores are there. Dan Rather's there. He's a sage in this universe. He's a wise sage in this universe. He's a wise sage in this mm-hmm. universe. Mm-hmm. And and you speak with them, and you realize the truth of the struggle, and and mm-hmm. you you wake up surrounded by men of the night's watch and oh then you arise that's that's really cool yeah i'm also glad we got richard harris in there he i would have loved to have seen where he took that role right mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah well, well thanks for your help yeah um i'll be honest it seems like uh the only sin that's been committed here is uh uh leaving leaving that book on a cliffhanger right now <laughs> Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. All right. So, um, you know, as far as penance, though, you know, let's say uh, this isn't so much penance as just a, just a, a personal challenge to you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe uh, maybe leak a couple chapters. Ooh. Uh, you know, just uh, you know, uh, like like leave like oh, I didn't mean to drop these photocopies of my manuscript here on the on the playground next to the uh, nice next to the, the jungle gym. I better swing over and pick them up. Oh, you've already read them. Nice. And just uh, get some feedback. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, strategic leaks. I love that. I'll, I'll mm-hmm. definitely do that, Father. Yeah, try to like gauge the the proper reference level of the other thirteen year olds. Like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, like uh, when they re- when they read that chapter, is it like like oh this is awesome, or is it like who's Dan Rather? Yeah, mm-hmm. they did not. Yeah, I've had trouble getting people to latch on to the Barry Lyndon universe when I take them to the Barry Lyndon planet. The story. Barry Lyndon planet. <laughs> yeah, kids have not responded well to that. Mm-hmm. The 17th century aristocratic uh, Northern England tales. They just really haven't latched on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I'll be honest. I, I didn't either when I watched the uh, the movie. <laughs> yeah. It's a tough watch. All natural lighting. Yeah. Like not, a, not a single electric light. In that's, the whole... Well, that's in the planet. There's no lights. There's no electric lights. Uh-huh. You know, they have spaceships and everything, but everything's just... candlelit. It's really that's... cool. I, I love the concept. Uh, 
I also, I'll be honest, it always takes me a second to remember which one is Barry Lyndon and which one is Barton Fink. And oh, e- either sure. way, totally. that planet is going to be it's amazing. A, yeah, crazy planet. Yeah. <laughs>